I don't know why they call them chasers. It's not like those can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Naked. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, God. Well, hello, everybody. It is a Chubbs Gone Wild episode 504, recorded on July 24th, 2023. I was trying to do a little toffee smelly there, but you know what? He's such an original. Well, it just distorted, so it doesn't matter anyway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. and I, I did a good toppy. There you go. Yeah, I'll do sassy. <laughs> All right. It, it is currently uh, 98 degrees and clear outside the Chubbs Gun Wild remote studios, where this morning I could have sworn it was a beautiful autumn day. And I've been hearing from random people all around the world, including our Mr. Moose, that they feel like putting up Halloween decorations. It's very weird. It's very something. Something's going on. Okay. Uh, it is 42 days till Labor Day, 70 days till Canadian Thanksgiving, 99 until Halloween, but somehow it feels like it's almost here. And it's 155 days until Christmas. Yay, Christmas! And uh, let's talk for, for a moment about our Halloween contest, because since everything that we've talked about so far has been all Halloween, uh, anyone that sends us anything, an email, a Facebook message, a comment, a voice message, uh, send us uh, lunchbox pictures, and you will be entered into our Halloween extravaganza contest. And... Uh, well, let's just say that I'm still stacking up things to put in that Halloween package, so you want to get your entries in. Oh, yeah, we're going to put some Old Spice in there. Ooh, now there's real scary stuff going on there. Anyway, um, Patreon. I want to talk to you a moment about Patreon. Patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public, like special podcasts, videos, books, and much, much more. And we want to thank our current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, DJ, Stasis, Ramza, Universe, Eric, Sean, Charles, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, Kingsley, and Moose P. And if you would like to become the 11th member of our amazing, fabulous, uh, collection of amazing people and supporters, please visit patreon.com slash Matt Burlingame and find out how you can be a member for just a dollar a month. Minimum, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, today was a big day in history because on February 8th, 1587 is 
really? Does it look like this is February 8th? It may feel like it, but it is not. I think that was a big typo on their part, but let's see. Mary, Queen of Scots, was beheaded for treason. Her son, King James IV of Scotland, calmly accepted his mother's execution. And upon Queen Elizabeth's death in 1603, she became king. Oh, he became king of England, Scotland, and Ireland. Wait a minute. So she was beheaded. Yeah. Mary um, Scots was. And, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, her son... Uh, accepted his mother's execution upon the Queen Elizabeth's death. Who's, who's Elizabeth now? Oh, uh, so uh, Elizabeth, uh, Mary was supposed to be the, like, really, she was supposed to kind of be the, the main person, but Elizabeth's father, uh, yeah, it, it wanted Elizabeth. It, it's Anyway, so Elizabeth was the queen, Mary always said, it's me, it should be me. And Elizabeth said, oh, no, girl, no, it ain't. And so then when Mary was beheaded, Elizabeth did, was the virgin, quote-unquote, uh, queen, so she didn't have any kids. So Mary's son took over. Got and, it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but I'm looking up at, at the um, at the thing here. Not the thing. The thing, the thing, the day in history, today, the 24th, that told me <laughs> that that was the day, but it was not, it, I, I'm not seeing it now. Oh, there it is, yes, she was deposed, 1562, did it really say, did it really say, oh, fucking, little, fucking, but, oh, anyway, I don't know. But for some reason, it said February, which was really weird. Moving on. So, well, that's kind of our education system. Just pretend that you're in Florida and you don't know what the hell's going on. But today's after... They don't have ads, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's it's about Britain. We don't care. So this is Monday. People, meditate with me. I now arise from the negativity of the past. I am free to live a new life. Wait, that's it? Yep, that's it. Doesn't say I have to, it just says I'm free to. So, well, whatever. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see if we celebrate any holidays. Every once in a while we tend to do. It's Amelia Earhart. She's a relative of mine, you know. Very distant. Of course, everybody seems to be. I know. Apparently, my family fucked everywhere. Anyway, um, <clears throat> it's also Cousins Day. They're identical cousins. Yeah. Oh, my my long lost cousin Christy, who has uh, ignored me and shut me out for the past uh, I don't know how many years, accepted a friend request of mine from a long time ago. On LinkedIn. So, I guess Ooh, you're alive. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. LinkedIn. Cousins Day. It's also National Drive Thru Day. <laughs> what? Drive Thru? Drive Thru? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yes. Oh, did you do a drive Thru? 
Uh, no, not today. I was thinking about doing it, but then I didn't. Um, well, yeah. I, I know. If I would have known, I would have done it. Right. Oh, speaking of uh, drive-thrus. Well, actually, it's not a drive-thru, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, there's a little Hawaiian restaurant down here by us, by the Safeway. Okay. And it's it's a chain-type place, I guess. Um, so we went there yesterday, and it was awful. I mean, everything was a big blob of tasteless book. What, what uh, was the name of the place? Oh, I, have, I don't. Luau. I don't know. Uh, it, but it's a, it's a chain one. You'll, you'll, you'll see it if you go by there. Um, the only thing that was good was their macaroni salad. It was the best macaroni salad I think I've ever tasted in my life. L&L barbecue? It was a waste. L&L Hawaiian uh, barbecue? Yeah. For okay. sure. What did you order? Uh, I ordered the uh, chicken combo, which came with a few pieces of chicken, which was not horrible, but it was like just kind of stringy and tasteless. And it came with a big blab of cabbage leaves um, and rice with nothing on it. And that lovely salad. Yeah, that's normal Hawaiian food. Yeah, well, they need to spice. They need to... Add some salt. They need to do something because next, next time get the katsu. Hmm. It's I pounded. Really like that, it's pounded uh, chicken um, and then breaded and deep fried. Okay. Oh well, that that sounds good. Maybe I'll try it. if I decide to go back there because it was like fifteen dollars a plate and did not. Yeah, and the, and the rice, they always throw on two scoops of rice. I don't know why. I guess it's tradition. But at least throw some gravy or something on them. Well, right. Or give you some, like, teriyaki or I don't know, something. But And then they got uh, Clint's order wrong. And he got some sort of pulled pork type stuff. And he was just like, nope. Anyway, tell an old joke. Trump. Oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> tequila. No, no tequila today. Okay. Uh, National Thermal Engineer Day. Did you do that one? Um, it's uh, underneath my balls. It feels like there's thermal heat there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, get out in the pool and have uh, Sean just hose you off, right? Uh, if I'm oh, in the pool, cool. he doesn't have to hose me off. Okay. Uh, and also, it's National Pioneer Day. Ooh, Pioneer Chicken? I don't know them. Yeah, they, there's only a couple in the world anymore, but it was the best. Oh, best. Waterburger. Have you ever had a Waterburger? Um, yes. Okay, so they're gonna they're they're opening in uh, Las Vegas. Okay. I know, but you know what? One step closer to home. Pretty soon they'll just spread out here, and we need some Aldi's to spread out here. Yeah. Okay, well, that's uh, that's the holidays, the holidays. I wonder if this is X Day, if if it will be like next year on the holiday site, it will be like, oh, on this day one year ago, Twitter became X. Ooh, it will be like, what was Twitter? 
No, they're probably going to be going, what is X? Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Where are you going to watch your porn? Where are people going to go for porn? They're going to have to pay for it again? Oh, speaking of, did you see that um, as soon as they announced that that Twitter was becoming X, they um they deleted the X videos account for xvideos.com. Oh, okay, I can see <laughs> their point the the porn account. I was like, that's pretty fucking shady of you to do. Well, they need the name. They don't need two people, you know, two different It's X. I mean, what could you be more bland? I don't know. Whatever. I'm getting so tired of these social media war things. All right. <clears throat> well, next up we have birthdays. There better be some good ones. Happy birthday to Elisa. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Mitchell and Molly. Her name is Molly. And also happy birthday. Birthday cup coming to Sebastian and Clinton, Chase, that Jam and Joe, fabulous DJ and all around awesome person. We have uh, Josh in memoriam. We have my uncle Mark who passed away this five days after my father's funeral. It's very sad. Uh, also to Eric and Bradley. Ralph and author Nicola Cameron, author Melanie Fletcher from that Don't Quit Your Day Job. We've also got Rodar, uh, Tom, Tom, who we we met uh, in Vegas with his husband Nate. Also, oh. yeah. Also, uh, author J.C. James, uh, Neil, Max, and Shelley. Author L.D. Blakely, and we got Penny, who is from the caravan, the Cory Hart caravan. That's what we call ourselves, the Cory Hart caravan. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. What we got up next? Well, it's uh, time to jump into the feed bag and take a bunch of this. Sean wrote in and said, saw the new Indiana Jones movie last week, enjoyed it overall. Not the best indie movie, but its heart was in the right place. I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's good. Uh, Also, Sean wrote in and said, not a horror movie, uh, not a horror movie, but... Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds really freaked me out at the time. Uh, truly eerie vibe. Haven't seen it since that first viewing, so not sure if it holds up. Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Which one was that? Tom Cruise. Oh. I will agree with that. Not that it was... Gary, but yes, it was very bloody and ugh. It 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 did. It just left you wanting to take a shower. So yeah, ugh. Anyway, okay, I'm not sure what that reference is from, but okay. Do you remember when he was in the the where they were basically pulling people up and then like yeah. 
sitting through the ruler and the blood was going everywhere. And then they were spraying the earth with blood to propagate their own, uh, to their own plants and things like that. Yeah, I remember that. Ugh, it was nasty. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I totally get that. All right. So we do have some chub hugs you want to send out. And I'd like to start with uh, DJ and Billy, DJ Star Sage. Uh, his, their, their cat was 19 and, um, been through a lot and, uh, it, uh, she finally passed away. So that was very, very sad. Um, she was very loved. And also on a, a good note, I'd like to send a big chub hug out to Shafina, my friend who, has been uh, over in the Israel and has sent me organic dates. Ooh. And has sent me some Pakistan, Pakistani and meat spice. It's very, very cool. And, um, and some, sure. This is organic date paste. Now, when you when you decide you don't like that uh, meat seasoning, I'll take it. Mm, it smells so good. So I'm I don't know, but you know what? She did send me two eggs, so maybe I will share with my friend. Oh, okay. Well, if Clint doesn't want it, then think of me. I I was waiting for it. I was like, that's a setup line. If ever uh, heard one. All right. How about you? Chub hugs? Uh, well, uh, the, I'm sending chub hugs out to all the people who are getting the heat that just left us in the mm. Midwest and in the East. Yeah. Uh, it's all coming your way, people. Sorry. Mm. Uh, we got up into the, 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 well, we were up into the not double digits this time, which was uh, triple digits. Well, we were triple digits, but we weren't right. over 110. I think yeah, yeah, we only got up to, I think the top was like one one oh seven and then yeah. they were debating whether it was like one oh seven or one oh five and I was like at that point really Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh because it's odd you know, there's a difference between a hundred and ninety nine and there's a difference between one oh nine and one oh ten or one ten. It's just there there's a big difference. And it's probably just psychological, but it's a big difference. Yep. So yeah, um, oh you know, God, uh, and I just, you know, all I'm hoping for is that we don't get another two week like we did last year. That thing was crazy. Yes. So absolutely. Keep, keep my fingers crossed that don't happen. Yep. Alrighty. So, um, go. All right. Well, some celebrity news. Well, it turns out that uh, the real housewife of New York's Jenna Lyons reveals the devastating way that she was outed as a lesbian. During the July 23rd episode of Real Housewives of New York, Jenna Lyons revealed the moment she discovered she was attracted to women. Plus, she shared how she was outed by the press. You know what's interesting is, well, I don't know if it's that interesting, but I'll share anyway. So, um, our Timothy, he was, uh, posted a picture of them and was talking about dramas. And so I jokingly commented and said, I, I forget, which one are you again? 
And he wrote back and said, blah, 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 you know, and I said, oh, I thought you were the lesbian. And I was talking about the one in the middle that obviously looked like a big lesbian. Not that I was knocking it. I thought it was cool. And then it turned out it was (laughs) she really was a lesbian. I had no idea. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't think she was exactly hiding it as well as she thought. Well, and I, I, you know, I love, you know, fame whores that try to claim that the press is, uh, you know, picking on them. Uh huh. It's just to me, it's, it's always, it's always like, okay, when you're, you're walking the line and you're talking the talk yeah. and then someone says something, you go, Oh, you added me. It's like, really? Okay. Did they? Did they? Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, the press legitimately picks on. Poor Harry and and his wife, but uh, you know, I don't know, Jenna. I think you no, anyway. So uh, next up, of course, the Oscars will be going will be different going forward. New inclusivity rules for eligibility for Best Picture nominees: one, having a lead or significantly significant supporting character from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. Number two, having a main storyline that focuses on an underrepresented group. Or three, at least 30% of the cast must come from an unre- from unrep- underrepresented groups, be it ethnic, LGBTQ+, disabled, etc. <sighs> they make me vomit! said Richard Dreyfus as he praised Laurence Olivier's 1967 performance in Othello in, of Othello in Blackface. Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? Richard, girl. Well, I, I don't know. The last what, shred of respect I had for you just kind of went out. Well, no, that, does, that doesn't bother me half as much as some of these rules i mean what's gonna ha- you know tell okay. me talk to me you're, well you're, no no it's just expert it's it's just you know you're making a movie about uh yeah. um i don't know let's say you're making a movie about uh well i don't you can't do that because that would be okay then um you know you're 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 just making a movie that took place where there were no black people, no Indian people, no Mexican people, uh, gay and lesbian people weren't out yet. Um, you know, and, and it's, and I'm not saying, well, it's, it's a white cast and, mm-hmm. and it's about a white cast that didn't have any of any, they were all white people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a Swedish, it's a Swedish movie and they're going to get excluded because they don't want to throw in, you know, you know, oh, well, it's hard. I mean, if it's a major, motion picture that takes place in current times there's not a problem with that for me i get that you can easily swap out supporting characters major supporting characters with people of color or sexuality or whatever and i'm cool with that but i think you know you're going to run into some problems if you're going to do like the roman era and then all of a sudden you're going to have you know well in a wheelchair show up you know i mean it's but you, you understand what there's got to be. I do understand what you're saying. I, I don't. And then a major storyline dealing with an unrepresented group. 
Oh, so we're going to have an extra, what, 20 minutes in the movie about somebody that nobody watching the movie cares about? Because we're here to watch Spartacus, not, you know, uh. But yeah, Japan. but honestly, if they were, if that, that's not the best, uh, because they had, the Roman Empire spanned like a shit ton and they had a shit ton of slaves. I get that. I get that. But when you're talking about the Swedish thing or, or something like that. Well, then, you know, the I Japanese guess. film, does, does it mean that everybody in the, the movie oh, is? Oh, it's movie? just clued in. They're, no, they're misrepresented. So, okay, fine. So this is strictly a thing against white people. You know, I, I hate, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really, I mean, I'm the first person that, I mean, I, and, you know, you can take my plays, any of my plays and turn them into whatever you want to as far as casting wise. Right. You know, and I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. And that's kind of how I make, I write. I don't, I, I rarely write in, so the characters this is can a be whoever. Character. you yeah. know, this is a white character. I, I don't, nor I actually, I don't think I've ever done that. Um, but, and then also saying that, what was the third one? Uh, 30% of the cast must be underrepresented. Well, that's, that's great if you, if, if the storyline, I think there's just certain storylines that you're going to be fucked with. Um, and that it's only okay. Cause like, I'm thinking about Roma. Remember that was that lovely movie, uh, uh made from Mexico and, and it would be okay because everyone's underrepresented. But do you count it? Is it underrepresented in Mexico or is it just underrepresented? in the eyes of white Americans. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing makes me, I don't know. It's weird. This is like saying that uh, to the point of where, oh, well, if you've got a gay character, then you're going to have to give Neil Patrick Harris a call because you have to have a gay actor playing a gay part. And that's, and then we're getting into another ugliness. And I I, I love the fact that they're asking people to do more of this, Mm. but I think excluding you know, uh, a movie about, uh, and, you know, I, I can't think of anyone in history right now, it, it, no one that, that was, uh, all based on a white community that, that I could do this with without sounding like I'm some kind of, uh, racist. So I'm just going to stop talking. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very tough subject because I, re- I see what they're trying to do. I see that they are encouraging, uh, more diversity and telling people, Hey, you need to step it up and represent. And I'm all for that, but I'm just not sure that this is necessarily the right way to go with it. I agree. I agree. That's what I'm trying to get across. Like for instance, um, now if if you have an entire black cast, is is this, Mm -hmm. you're done. Well, and and how long is it going to be before, you know, you're going to have white actors going, okay, so I don't, I'm, I'm not getting a chance at anything anymore because I've got to, uh, you know, all my parts are, are being changed to be, uh, you know, a black character or a Hispanic character or an Asian character. Or- well, all I have to say to that is welcome to the, the historical club, bub. Now you know how it feels. Okay. I mean, that's, I'm being flippant a little bit. I but, know. You know. Here, here's the thing. When I was watching, I watched, uh, I'll talk about it in a little bit. I'll talk about, uh, Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beasts. They had a Latino and a black lead playing against machines. 
didn't phase me one damn bit. I thought it was a fucking awesome movie. Uh, <laughs> it, it if you're if you're putting it in if you if if it's I don't know I'm all for the diversity you know I love it but uh, I again I'm just saying I'm not sure this is the right way to right I, I, I agree I agree so, and that's that's it um, yeah okay but uh, Richard Dreyfus you're a doof <clears throat> all right. We did have some deaths coming up. Oh, I'm sorry. They already happened. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, you should have let Tony Bennett know that he wasn't <laughs> dead yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, speaking of Tony Bennett, the uh, velvet-voiced, impeccably elegant crooner who ruled America's mid-century musical landscape, died on July 21st at 96 following a battle with Alzheimer's disease. You know, they've made some, uh, on the onset of Alzheimer's, they've made some really good advancements and they just uh, approved a new treatment, a new drug treatment that is supposed to help kind of stave it off at least some. Anyway, uh, also Nick Bennett, the daytime Emmy nominated actor best known for his roles on All My Children and Days of Our Lives died July 14th at 77. Now, Tom wants to talk to you about. Oh well, it was it was a week. Um, yeah. I had a lot of a lot of uh, finales, mm-hmm. and um, and which is leaving me with nothing to watch. Little left, you know. Oh wait, let me say it's leaving you with only fifty shows to watch instead of seventy five. No, no, I don't have that many shows. I mean I there are shows I could be watching, but shows I don't want to watch at the yeah. same time. Uh let's see. Uh you're gonna be talking about that. Drag me to dinner, saw the final episode of that. Um the party was themed big top, big bottom. Okay. So it was supposed to be a uh yes. A circus or freak show thing, and that's what they did. Um, and it was, you know, eh, you know. And remember the uh, the drag queen uh, from San Francisco that just died recently, the older drag queen, uh, Hel- Helinka. Yeah, she was featured in that episode. Oh, and she looked great. She was hilarious. Uh, I although they said this was filmed like six months before, mm. but still, um, she looked great. She was funny. Uh, finished up glamorous on, uh, Netflix. Uh, good, you know, it was a good season finale. It was fine. Left us with some questions. And now Netflix has to bring it back for a second season, you know, with cliffhangers and stuff. So, yeah. hopefully, um, finished the bear. Uh, that was, um, the f- whole second season was just them prepping to go from a, uh, Cheesesteak, basically, not cheesesteak, it's just a, a sandwich steak shop, mm. uh, to being a, you know, a five star Michelin, um, kind of restaurant. So okay. they would be, everyone in there had, well, not everyone, but a lot of people had been experienced, had experience in there, but ended up just getting a job at the sandwich shop and they said, Hey, let's go ahead and try something different. I would never open a restaurant. That's all I have to say. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Bar, which is Arnold's, uh, Netflix series, finished that. That was good. Coming back for season two already. Uh, finished Black Mirror. 
the last episode uh was um kind of interesting because it felt a lot like uh the knock knock on the woods in the cabin the cabin door oh, yeah yeah um so uh it was good uh really enjoyed that uh i love the series just love the series mm-hmm. great food truck race we're down to the final two uh uh teams and it was interesting because uh on the last episode that uh that they had we we're down to the last three and one uh the vegan truck had won three of the four different contests mm-hmm. uh so everyone just assumed okay well they're in it now we just have to see who's going to win of the two other teams well one of the other teams did win $200 uh one of the the competitions um but they ended up coming in first place so they made that much more money than the vegan team did who has been either one or two the whole time until the one that was always number 1 ended up losing anyway it was shocking to see that the uh the team that came in first place when you thought that they might be going home so that was kind of fun. It was good. It's so far it's been fun. Um the Righteous Gemstones last night's episode was that the uh the bad guys had kip, ki- kidnapped the three kids, uh John Goodman's three kids and threatened to uh um uh, to kill them if they didn't pay a a a, a host, you know, a, a yeah, ransom. Ransom for the, the you know, the the kids. Hmm. And he refused to pay them and uh and then they they found out where they were and they made a big rescue of the kids. And that was, it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun, except now that they've left uh, the cousin and the militia. Uh, and I know they're going to do something big because they stole a bunch of uh, fertilizer and you know what that makes. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so um, um, from there um, on claim to fame uh, already on the second season, we know, Eddie Murphy relative, Tom Hanks relative, Neil deGrasse Tyson relative, but it looks like there may be a Donnie Osmond relative because, well, mm-hmm. it looks like Donnie Osmond. Um, you know, so they, I'm figuring, the Osmonds, they look like the Osmonds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that seems easy. And one of the clues was puppy love. Okay. Oh yeah. Then uh, so, uh, then there's what sounds like somebody associated with Jimmy Carter because they had. Uh, peanut and it was peanut and it was, uh, Nobel Prize. So that sounds like Jimmy Carter. It could also sound like, um, Charles Schultz. He never won a Nobel Prize. Oh. All right. Uh, he might have won, uh, some other prizes. Pulitzer. Yeah. Maybe, uh, well, you know, or one of those, one of those writing ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh well, he could have won a Nobel Peace Prize, actually. It could have happened. But um anyway. And then then somebody is associated with Good Burger. So I don't know if it's which one of the guys from Good Burger's brother and or son or something this is. Or nephew or you know, uh who cares? Uh so so anyway, but the um uh, I'm I I'm really loving the show. I I it's it's kind of sad. Oh, actually, no, that Dolly Parton was last season, right? Yeah, Dolly was last season. Or maybe it was this season. Was it? No, that was, I'm confused. I'm watching them back to back and it gets confusing, girl. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 
looking down. I did want to let people know that Till, um, the story about the young man that was killed, uh, the black man that was killed when he went to visit relatives because he eyeballed a, uh, a white woman and they lynched him. And, you know, that, that movie is now available on, on Prime. Uh, there's a new show on, uh, Hulu called Adam Richmond Eats the 80s. Now, if you remember, Adam Richmond was the one who did Man vs. Food back on Food Channel back. Oh, yeah. And then after he finished doing that, uh, I think he had a heart attack and then he lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. And then, uh, and he, I mean, he went from like 300 pounds to 160 pounds. Well, he's back up to about 280 now. So, uh, and he's funny again. He's funny again. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I always thought he was so cute. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. I watched uh, on net, on Hulu. There's a show called Imagine Dragons. It's a concert video. Yes, I love them. Yeah. Well, I don't know them well enough to know any of the songs in the first half, so I'm not finishing it. Oh. oh. And it, it and it, and a lot of it was him just talking about how much he loves Vegas and how much he loves the. You know, it just was like, shut up and sing a song I know. Yeah. No. It is I. Oh, have only recently in the last like three or four years really figured out who the hell they are and really love them. They're, they're pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I like their, their music. It's fine, yeah. but it's not, you know, it's, it's like, it I, doesn't float you, your you gotta get me some songs I know. Yeah. I got it. I get it. Yeah. Um, let's I see. I would totally agree. Okay. Three movies this week, 80 for Brady. That's Jane Fonda, Lily yeah. Tomlin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Jane Fonda. I sorry, I, I confused that with something else. I want to see that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit too goofy. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I'm happy to see uh, four old broads getting work. So uh-huh. you know, I'm happy with that. Um, and uh, bodies, 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 which is on Prime, and it is actually it may be Paramount Plus now. That I think it's it's on one of those things. Um. And it's uh, Pete Davidson um, is the only – well, Pete Davidson, you also have – oh, God, the cute guy, Lee Pace. He's in it. Oh, he's on our team too. I know. Um, the uh, What happens is a bunch of people are at a, a house, They uh, uh, and they're caught in a hurricane at the house. It's a mansion. So, you know, they're going to be safe. It's just they can't get out. They lose power, and then people start showing up dead. As you do. Yeah. So, and it was, uh, I would say for the most part, not very good. Oh. A lot of, you know, a lot of dark scenes, a lot of screaming, um, you know, uh, uh, too many drugs. Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay. And, and yes, there is too many drugs. There's something called too many drugs. Okay. Um, <laughs> wondering. And then finally, I saw Barbie this weekend. Did she and, go party? I'm sorry? Did she go party? Come on, Barbie, let's go party. I don't know what that means. Okay, that's okay. It's a Barbie song. It's way after your okay melee, melu. Well, I mean, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. There you go. It's that it song. Plastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's the one. But you know what? The movie, not fantastic for me. Oh. I mean, I went th- I think I really wanted to love it too much, and it didn't meet my expectations. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, well, no, actually, I, I can name you off a half a dozen things I hated about the movie. Oh. 
but I'll tell you what I did love about it. Margot Robbie was fantastic. Oh, good. Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> no, she really was. And and my favorite line in the movie, and I I can't remember it exactly. I'm paraphrasing, but at one point Barbie is so upset and she feels ugly and unhappy and I'm blah 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 and and um the and, you know I, I'm I'm the ugliest Barbie in the world and then the narrator Helen Mirren goes uh, a note to the filmmakers. You can't say that when Margot Robbie is Barbie. Okay, go <laughs> on. And it's, it's and I, like I said, I, it's I can't remember it, what what exactly the line was, but it made me laugh so hard because <laughs> you know it's I hate when you see like in movies where you know uh, you have like a Brad Pitt looking in a mirror going, "Why are you so ugly?" Uh-huh. Oh God. Or, or actually perfect example is when you got guys online who are 185 pounds talking about how they're chubs. Oh, right. And they're five, eight, five, ten, five, eleven. And okay, you're not a chub. Yeah. You can see her and ribs. Yeah. I'm chubby. Fuck you. Okay. And what do we watch together? Well, let's look. Oh. <laughs> we okay. watched the finale of. RuPaul's Drag Race? Eight, yes. And, um, it was, it was fun. It was a very fun show. And, um, are you happy with the, the winner? I was absolutely happy with the winner. So, so was I. I, I thought it was, well, I think we've said before, well, this is a spoiler show. So if you don't want to know yet, just uh, skip ahead a couple little minutes here. Uh, so Jimbo, Jimbo won. It, as we had said, it was his to lose and he didn't do it. Um, but I thought I would have been happy with Candy too. Well, you know, the thing I thought was interesting about Candy, and I think this is what Rue was thinking too, mm-hmm. was she was doing the best she could to win that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, but you still had to go back and go, okay, go back and look at what Jimbo won for. You know, the, the, uh, the, the different places. He mm-hmm. may be a clown and he, but you know, it's, remember Edie Od- Oddly when she won? I mean, yeah. she's a freak. You know, so you can't just go, okay, she's not pretty and she's not, you know, not pretty enough and she's not, you know, um, she's not, uh, pageanty enough. You, these people are who they are. You know, they, they've yeah. got the, their character, they've got their show. And the good thing is that both, uh, both the first and, and the winner, first place and the winner, both are going to have specials that are going to be put on through, uh, RuPaul's company yes. and, uh, have their own specials where they're going to be able to introduce themselves to the world as, you know, um, well, the, the two things that they're there for. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm just, it's, it's nice to see that, you know, they're going to get a little payoff. Somewhere down right. there. And actually, I think she's here this week. Candy is here this week. Uh, yeah, and Jimbo is here next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. It just uh, boom, boom, boom with them. The last you know, now, have you ever seen the, when they bring in the queens like this before? Uh, oh, gosh. Did I? I? I think that they started bringing that in like right after I left that scene. I yeah. mean, RuPaul was there, and I remember her writer contract, which let me tell you, girl, 
she is uh, she she is um, rightly so, but an interesting diva to have to deal with uh, her writers. Right. Well, um, I went and saw Willem when Willem was here. Oh, that's right. And it was crowded, mm-hmm. and all I saw were cell phones in front of me filming Willem on stage. Yeah. And I could barely see Willem. You know because- what? That reminds me. So Nephi actually brought this up. Uh, he went to see Brian Adams and, and, and Joan Jett in concert. And uh, Brian, there, there was... Uh, the generation that, that is, you know, out there now going to concerts, almost all of them have their cell phones recording at some point or another, right? Right. Well, there was one guy that was like front row right down there and he had his cell phone up for like several songs or something. And Brian finally just turned to him and said, are you going to record? Are you just going to? you know, like watch your cell phone or you just going to record the entire time. It's kind of like, I'm right here. Take, you know, take advantage of it. But also that reflects on Brian's time period where people went to see a show, not just sit there and, you know, record it on their phone. Well, did you hear Miranda uh, Lambert, what she did? Uh, I think you mentioned it before. I I did. I mentioned it yesterday. Um, what she did, what happened was, uh, she got upset because there were people taking selfies of themselves during her concert and her, she's in the background, of course, but they're taking pictures of instead. I mean, here you are. And as she said, you paid $750 for your seat and you're taking pictures of yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and, and oddly enough, it's, a and, and, okay. You know, Miranda, they're paying $750. If they want to cut each other up, let them do it. You just made a bunch of money. But secondly, um, it's like um, if they're making a big enough spectacle of themselves that it's distracting to the performer, that's mm-hmm. a problem as well. So I think um, and I, when I went to see Cher um, in, in Vegas, people filmed the whole concert from the nosebleeds. But you know what they were filming? They were filming the TV uh, uh, screens. Oh yeah, and it's like whatever. And, and I agree. I agree with what Brian Adams said, which is yeah. you go to these concerts, and it's uh, okay. There's a wonderful thing, a wonderful scene in Home for the Holidays where the character of um, Tommy, uh, who's played by Robert Downey Jr. We find out that he got married to his his partner, his his male lover, right. um, on a beach with just a bunch of uh, just a few friends. There were no pictures taken. Yeah, there was nothing but just those people there at the time, and that's kind of how I did my wedding, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, and so it was always like um, it. Uh, Concerts for me were always that way. I I might if you want uh, something from the concert, go get a fucking T-shirt or a program. But you're you are you're holding up your camera, and all I see is your camera. Yeah, piss me off and my seven hundred fifty (laughs) dollars. And 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 shame on people for paying seven hundred fifty dollars to see anybody. As as I told Brian yesterday, 
if Judy Garland was back from the dead, I would pay $750 to go see her in concert. Right. But, but at the same time, you, you know, paying that much, you can't really blame the person who wants to see that person in concert so bad. But the fucking uh, ticket people and everything that allow that type of gouging to go on. It's well, the, really the gouging, I mean, those ridiculous. are, yeah, but that's, there's gouging and, and that's already, those, those are normal ticket prices nowadays. Well, for some of them, for up close, yes. In fact, yeah. I've been looking at more concerts because like I'm going to see Pink in concert in October and the section that we are, are like off to the side and kind of back a little bit. So we'll actually be seeing like, the corner of the stage and seeing her almost from behind and it was still like two hundred dollars a ticket yes for that section and you're going to be obscured but i I agree you know the the whole i understand if you are there you want to take a minute of phone footage or whatever as a memory and i get it but a minute other than that, you're missing out on the fucking experience right in front of you. Right. I agree. You know? and that's the problem. If you just want to take it home and watch it from home after being there, just go, just watch it from home. Uh, so watch somebody else's footage from home for free. Anyway. Okay. So, all that aside, yay Jimbo, you rocked. All right. Bachelorette. So, this was the episode where they all went into the woods into the woods and uh there was just more Braden drama so much Braden drama you you are caught up on this right yes okay, okay and, well, first of all the first one they did was she went out with that idiot uh and then bungee jumped oh yeah well i don't think Ro- rotund or whatever is ton i don't don't anyway i don't think he's an idiot uh, but yeah, the whole bungee jumping thing. Okay, whatever. But they okay, they jump together. Oh, we jump together. Oh, ugh. yeah. Well, they've got to do romantic things. It's part of the show. It's not romantic. Throwing yourself off a bridge together is not romantic. It's suicide. It's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> it's how far will you go for me? You know. And Especially, then, they knew that that was his biggest, it, one of his big fears, so that that's one of the reasons they wanted to do it. Because, okay. you know, you look around, it didn't seem to be a big jump-off site for anyone else. There weren't other people waiting in line. It was just for no, there were. Oh, there were? I didn't see any no. other people waiting. Yeah, to there were other people, it. a lot of other people there. I did not see that. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay, then, then I'm probably wrong. No, no, you're probably right, and I just didn't notice. Yeah, because you're probably not even watching the show. I know how you watch TV. Uh, you watch TV anyway, like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. then we had the Braden drama. And uh, it reminded me that I believe he's a plant. I believe yeah. that he's there simply to cause to they, – they brought him in, said, look, we'll give you money to do this. All you got to do is cause as much drama and be as weird and everything as you can possibly be. And he was. Otherwise, why the fuck would he come back? Yeah, I, I don't and know. And it, it was for nothing. I mean, if, if they had gotten in a big fight, if they had whatever they were going to do. But no, all he did was go back there and go, oh, you know, after being all, I'm going to 
bust through these doors and I'm going to do this. And all I did is say, I'm sorry. Whatever. I think he was fake. Okay. Anyway, uh, so who's your favorite so far? Um, well, it used to be charity, but not anymore. Oh, why is that? I don't like this show at all. Really? It's all ugly. I don't like most of the guys I don't like. Uh, it's yeah. just, it's negative. She's, and, and I, if, oh God. And all, you know, oh, <laughs> I just can't have a party now that I'm too upset. Okay. Fuck you. Go home. Yeah. That's, I still think that's like pretty the whole thing. I'm just, I, you know, I, I don't mind having some drama. The Braden, Braden stuff doesn't bother me half as much as her flailing around the damsel in distress bullshit. Well, I see. I don't get that. What I get is she goes from being all, I'm so excited. This is my forever person is here. And then, and she, she's like a normal, rational person. And then, Somebody comes and says something to her, and she goes like full on, like, "Oh hell no!" It I just reminds me too much it. of Boy Meets Boy when they did the thing on on Mad uh, <laughs> TV. Goes running around, but crazy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just it just seems like it's high drama for no fucking reason. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. I think. No, no, no. It's different. It's different than it's it's normally been, and we expected more from her. I well, I will say that I do expect her because I think that she's a very classy person. So when I do see her going all, it's like, come on. Exactly. But That's what she's also, about. but she's got to play the part. This is a TV show. She's got to, she's got to play into it. Well, which is what they, you know, should have told Braden before he uh, uh, acted the way he did. And why would the producers let him come back in there? Because, because they want I swear he's paid to just cause drama. Yeah, I don't think he's paid, but boy, they, they casted him well. Either that or they've got a whisperer who's probably sitting there going, hey, you know what? This is what you should do. And then yeah. get him to do it. Yeah. yeah, and the fruit festival was boring. Oh, yeah, that part I was, oh, and the little, well, the little girl stuff was kind of funny, I guess, but. Except Braden was there being a dick. And they called him on it too. The little girls were all like, he's weird. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, yeah, I think my favorite right now is the blonde guy. Ugh. And it's only because I can barely remember any of the others except for, oh, so the other, the other guy, the one, the kind of, White guy, I can't, I can't remember his name, but he's a tall, white, kind of stays in the background, but he's still there. Tanner. Tanner's his name. Do you remember him? Yeah. Okay. I actually was starting to think that maybe he was the going to be one of the final three. But then when I looked up his name, <laughs> spoiler alert, he's not. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. I know, right? No, no. Why are you spoiling it for us? Because oh, we're spoiled. No, no. I see. I didn't think that oh, was something a that never happened yet. Is that because he's so he's so he's just there. He's just another filler guy. Yeah, another filler guy who's not going to make it to the top three. Right. Thanks. That's okay. You got plenty. I'll just avoid the next two episodes until we get to the top two. <laughs> 
Alright, well, meanwhile, uh, you can still watch Marvel's Secret Invasion. Are you caught up on this? Yes. Okay, so uh, the show is finally kind of gelling and getting good for me. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I love Olivia Coleman. I love that her character is is being on screen more. Um, she just plays it so wonderfully well. But uh, other than that, I don't really have anything to report from it. Do you? No, no. I know we're down to. Isn't it? Is it just one episode left? I think so. And I'm like, you better wrap this shit up, people, because either that or they'll be like, and on part two of this season. Because, you know, other shows have been doing that. Just one. Hmm. The wrong one. Anyway, I think that starts this week. Oh, does it? I didn't hear. Okay, I didn't hear about that. Well, it said that, you know, it was going to be the 27th when they uh, shut it off uh, after. Oh, join us on the July 27th for the end of the season. Well, I guess at that point it's. And they even have a trailer for it. They have a trailer that's out of right now, which makes the second. The second half looks real good, by the way. I hope so. I mean, I actually like the first half better than the other seasons, but it needed to do something. All right. Anything else that we watched together? I guess not. You don't have it on the list. Yeah, I because I, most of it ended, you know, all that fun Top Chef stuff. All right. Well, I uh, got to watch some more Young Sheldon. I'm about halfway through season five, and it's still a wonderful show. I, I'm always blown away by the way that they take the directions of some of their characters. Uh, it's unexpected. It's against formula, but I'm liking it. So, uh, and then I watched, and just like that, caught up on the two episodes that I was behind. And it is just, it is such a good show and it is so well written. And you know, the criticisms I'm hearing about it are, <sighs> I really like the show, but it's so 1%. It's just, it's just rich people. Yeah. I, I'm dealing with the poor people. I don't necessarily care about not. I don't need to be reflected in the show. It's fucking fantasy. It's a it's a it's a woman who somehow makes money off of podcasting and uh, her rich husband died and left her a shit ton of money. I'm OK with that. I want to watch some rich people problems because yeah, but will it get nominated for best picture? Uh oh, yes, that is an extremely diverse cast. In fact, I know. Well, they've got it's 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 all women, mostly women cast, and then a lot of gay characters. So yes, and dates and Charlotte's husband in a wig. Uh, but I mean, they they've got uh two intersex characters. We don't care. They've got. We don't need the list. Miranda is a lesbian. She just got dumped by two people in one show. Anyway, it's uh, I I love it. It's a really really good fun show. So anyway, uh, then I went on to watch Jack Ryan season four. I made it through five episodes. Um, this season actually is 
much better than the seasons before. Not that the other seasons weren't well done, but I had such a hard time following the storylines because they were just, you know, like, uh, oh, I'll be right there. And five minutes later, they're in on the other side of the world. Oh, I just popped in. <laughs> um, this, the show is like actually making more sense. So, uh, I've got, I think, three more episodes, maybe five. I'm not sure, but, uh, it, it's good. And of course, John Krasinski is just a beautiful man. But, so. If you like that look. What? I do. I like, I like him in the office when he's a big doofy guy. And I liked him in this where he is a, a big muscle guy. Well, I did like him in that, uh, the quiet place with the beard. Yeah. Oh, and I wish he'd grow his beard back. Or at least, uh, more facial growth than he's got right now. Yeah. But anyway, um, then I watched Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Not Rise of the Beasts, but Rise of the Beasts. And it was good. Damn it, Nephi. What? I'm just wondering how you watched it. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I watched it and it's really fun. I was expecting after the last couple Transformer movies that just fell so flat for me. Uh, this one was really good. It, it was fun. It was fast paced. It, you know, the lore and stuff is a little silly and like you have all sorts of questions like, how can a, how can a, you know, a thing of mechanics actually be a planet and and why did they like nature when you know should the, anyway there's all sorts of questions that can pop into mind but who cares it was a fun ride so if you like fun action definitely good summer movie and then i watched the flash uh the 2003 uh movie the flash and i hesitated to because of the whole ezra miller thing i just do not like him much i'm sorry i do not like them much uh <laughs> but the movie was actually fun once i i didn't like the first 30 minutes i just felt it was like too cartoonish and they had the character being too goofy and too silly and too flighty and getting into all sorts of silly stuff and making a bunch of mistakes and then he does what he does and he goes to the other place where he meets his self in a different form and then that character becomes the doofy one and suddenly he is an adult and knows what he's doing and not making any mistakes anymore ha <laughs> ha um but whatever it was full of nostalgia it was i and i i don't want to spoil any of that um it had a decent storyline. The effects were good. Uh, once I got over the Ezra Miller thing, I actually liked it. Supergirl was fucking amazing. Um, yeah. I thought the whole thing was fun. F-U-N. I, I will agree with you. Uh, after the first 30 minutes, it was fun. It really was. So there you go. All right, moving on from there. Uh, well, okay. Wait, before I do, I need to throw out in my week. Um, so mother's surgery is coming up next week. And 
it uh, we've been on the go, on the go, to getting appointments and everything else wrapped up and everything. And um, she's doing well. And then today we found out that in October she's going to have to have a cataract surgery. So um, lots of lots of stuff going on here. And I just want to say that for the, I don't know if any of them listen, but there's a few people who've been very supportive and and uh, really uh, wanting to step up and help out uh, knowing our situations and everything. And I just want to send them a lot of love and thanks for that. It means a lot. All righty, Rue. Well, let's jump into some advice. And this comes from Miss Manners. <coughs> Dear Miss Manners. I'm often flummoxed by some people's goal, but this situation, in my humble opinion, takes the cake. I'm sad to say it came from a dear friend living several states away. Her college-age daughter, whom I've never met, is doing a semester abroad in a major European city. My friend posted on social media asking all her friends, over 200 of them, to help celebrate the daughter's birthday by sending her money electronically along with a birthday greeting. This was made, this was to make the birthday special and keep her from feeling homesick. She included her daughter's handle on this public forum. Well, several people, including me, simply posted a birthday greeting comment on the friend's page while others commented that they had sent money to the daughter. Let me stress, this is not a financially strapped family or deprived student. Quite the contrary. They live in an affluent community in a large metropolis. Seems like a tacky money grab for a privileged daughter. So, I'm so sad that, that this bold request has now clouded the way I feel towards my friend. I could understand asking people to send a birthday greeting on the daughter's account, but requesting money? Oh, it just seems over the top to me. Am I off base? Girl, welcome to the real world. <laughs> well, it's like uh, what, what we had a few weeks ago. The uh, Oh, I got a text that didn't even say, hello, how are you doing? I am fine. And sincerely yours at the end. It's like, come on, people. Uh, well, obviously, you're not on Facebook much if you, you've never seen anybody request money for a, a situation. You know, go go fund me or whatever. So, well, yeah, especially and, with. Right. So, I mean, it's it's out there. So, I mean, if it, you're shocked only because you don't get out enough. You know what? And the, the whole thing is she's not holding you for this. Mm -hmm. It's if you don't want to send any, you know, money, don't send any money. That's fine. You, you're not going to get a mean phone call or a mean text later from them. So just get over it. It, it, it. If you think it's irritating, it is irritating. But you know what? It's over now. You've made it worse by extending this any further than you have. Just Get over it and move on. Yeah, I mean, I get, I see my uh, some wealthy folks online that are always hitting up for something or other or some. I don't donate. I just say happy birthday or you know, 
what a great project or something. And sending you good thoughts. You know, I don't have prayers. Right. (laughs) There you go. Exactly. But this is just like, girl, who cares? And this is tainted the way that they feel about their friend. Well, obviously, she wasn't that much of a friend in the first place then. So, I don't know. I think you're just kind of overstepping. Now, see, this to me, this isn't as you like it or, or just like that. Just like, and, and what the fuck is the name of the show? And just like that. This is a problem that they would have. This is like a Charlotte letter. Well, um, yeah, I'll tell you, you know what? You, someone should ask this woman. Uh, or the woman who's like posed this to all her friends, try that in a small town. Oh God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't even, uh, dear. All right. Well, let's see what Miss Manor had to say to people in the big town. Nothing cures homesickness like a newly fattened bank account. Miss <laughs> Manor's, uh, true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Miss Manners agrees that it is unseemly, yes, it is unseemly, for solvent people to beg. You are more than generous sending your well wishes, and are understandably less enthusiastic about the friendship now. If this girl is taught, is being taught, that money will cheer her up on a birthday, a future graduation or wedding may make her downright Lacmorose, lac, lacrimose, lacrimose, <laughs> in order to continue cashing in. Anyway, anyway, yeah, okay. That was a big word, isn't it? I don't know if I've seen that one before. Okay. Hey, Chubbs, Timothy asks, on average, approximately how many tabs do you have open on your computer during a single session? Um, One. Okay. Uh, I normally make it so that my tabs don't close, and I would say that I could have up to 20 to 24 tabs open, and they just pop back up when I close it because I want them to stay open to remind myself that I'm doing something on that page. Uh, However, recently I found this, if you're using Firefox... I found this absolutely amazing plugin called Stash. Uh, is it, what is it called? It's called Tab Stash. And all you have to do is click the Tab Stash button and it will pull every single one of your open tabs onto one, uh, page in a list. And then you can break it up into, uh, like different categories and things like that and so that you just have like a web page that has all the links to all the pages and everything that you're working on i guess i have two because i have the email that leads me to the wow so i have two yeah okay so uh yeah so that's that's it that's what i do and if you have firefox tab stash is one of them uh it just it's amazing absolutely amazing all right um Hey Chubbs, Timothy asks, what's your subway order? Um, it is um the BL it's not BLT, BL uh, it's the Italian one. The Italian oh, meats. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, the Italian meats with the Parmesan cheese bread 
I want, I want both mayonnaise on the bread, onions, and then I also want the, uh, vinegar and oil over the meat. Cause, oh. cause it really brings out the, the yummies in the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, lettuce and tomato on that one. A lot of times I don't do lettuce and tomato. Depends mm-hmm. on what I'm eating, but that one needs the freshness to kind of cut it, cut the, 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 uh, the heavy meats. But that, that, that's all I get. Hmm. Well, I, I imagine that probably when, uh, Nephi heard this, uh, this, uh, he probably did a spit take into whatever he might be sipping in at the time. Because at one point he had said that he went to Subway and I had sent him back a barf emoji. And well, that caused quite a riff between us, uh, for a while. I don't know why, but anyway, I, I know he's sensitive, but, um, and so I had to take back that emoji because I don't want to Subway shame anyone. It's just, I don't, it's not my favorite, but if I, if I'm going to, to do a subway. Um, I used to do a hot pastrami and Swiss with mayo and mustard and on white. And that's it. No produce, no anything like that. Um, but these days I probably just do like a turkey and Swiss with mayo, mustard on white, nothing else. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I wouldn't go to subway. I would go to Togo's. See, Togo's is my favorite. But, yeah. yeah, Togo's, I'd go there and I'd get a hot pastrami with mustard and no anything else. Oh, see, I always, I, I'm a creature of habit. At at Togo's, I will get a large cold seven, which is a roast beef and Swiss with everything but pepperoncinis, and I'll get it on a wheat wheat bread. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, Subway, Subway. All right. Thank you so much for those questions, Timothy. Uh, and let's see. What's in your lunchbox, Tom? Well, I've got a pizza from Mr. Moose. Ooh, I love pizza from Mr. Moose. And I don't like the olives, but I can pick them off because they don't leave a taste. But that looks the, the one. Oh, God, that one in the back looks good, too. Mm hmm. Uh, I kind of like the meatballs. I've never seen meatballs on on pizza. Uh, that, I think that's a very Italian thing, but I, I don't I don't know. Um, like an East Coast thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I, I yeah. Okay. Uh, Heather actually made uh, homemade pizza for us for uh, on Thursday, and it it was really good. I I, I ain't knocking it. Uh, but anyway, Mr. Moose sent in some pictures and he said, we are having a pizza night. Hubby is uh, a garbage pizza. Hubby's is a garbage pizza with almost everything. Mine just has sausage, olives and mushrooms was good. Bonus is leftover pizza for breakfast. See, I love leftover pizza, but I know a lot of people that just don't. They won't touch I, it. I don't like I don't I'm not a big fan of cold pizza, but oh, I don't I don't. Leftover is fine. I just, uh, I want it warm. I like, I, cheese needs to be melted. I don't like mm, cheese. cheese is good. Also, after yard work, stopped into Quiznos for a sandwich. Oh, here's another sandwich. 
uh, needed to go somewhere that didn't require a shower. I know, gross. <laughs> well, sometimes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> traditional sub, roast beef, turkey, ham, ranch dressing, veggies, side of cheddar, broccoli soup. Hmm, that sounds good. Look at the, the, the sauce. It looks like, like it's like a special mayo or aioli or something. Aioli, yeah. And you don't look like a special sauce, all right. You're filthy. You are filthy. (laughs) No, it does look like a special sauce, yeah. Yeah, like a kind of sauce. Yeah. Anyway. But thank you so much, Mr. Moose. And the cheddar looks good too, that soup. I'm looking forward to winter and more um, soup time because I make a lot of soups and I'm just, I can't do it during the summertime. It's too warm. Yeah. If I do, I make more of a broth soup. In the oh, and speaking of that, our microwave died. Oh, no. Yeah. Try living without a microwave for a few weeks. It is not. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. We, we, or, we've got one coming, but it's not coming until the ninth, I think. Why? You should have ordered it from Walmart. They'll have it here the next day. They will hook it up for you. Oh, is yours like some special one that you have to have hooked up? It's over the hood. You know, oh, I mean, gotcha. it's, it's okay. over the stove. It's the, yeah, it's got the vent and stuff on it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, it's probably easy to do, but, uh, God, the I'm fight we'll get into doing it. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So. So I actually heated up bacon bits for my uh salad on the stove. That is horrible. You are like living in dinosaur times, sir. I know. I know. It was it was terrible. And now we've got to we've got to go. Okay, well what do we want to eat and, and for dinner and it's like, okay, what do we not need the microwave for? <laughs> and yeah. it's like all the vegetable we cook all of all of our vegetables by microwave first. And then I'll put them in a pan sometimes and sear them later. I cooked mm-hmm. green beans in the air fryer yesterday. Green beans in the air fryer. Actually, they were, they were really oh, good. Did you add a little panko? No, no, I added a little uh, um, habanero um, smoky spice, oh. and, and that turned out really nice. But in the microwave, I mean, microwave, I would have had those done in three seconds. Well, three minutes. Right. And, and and they would have been right from the microwave to the plate. So, but okay. speaking of microwaves to the plates, we got a little fun stuff here from Mr. Baron Frosty. Yes, and he writes and he says, "I was having a bad day at work, so I treated myself to Cheesecake Factory for lunch. Got chicken chipotle with angel hair pasta and pineapple upside down cheesecake. That sounds." Interesting. Yeah, it all sounds good. I just hate the Cheesecake Factory, but this looks good. Uh, Both were delish, but only ate about a third of each. Well, that's still at least 2,000 calories. Oh, okay. I'll give you that then. Yeah. Um, I brought it home and will again, uh, will enjoy again as leftovers. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, that's like when you, you get Chinese food. You know you've got at least two meals with Chinese food. Well, you're going to need it. Those meals come about half an hour later. Well, that's, and it's not the, the old, you know, you're hungry in half an hour. It's just that I, I'm a pig. Anyway. 
uh, that cheesecake looks mighty, mighty good. Mighty okay. good. Yeah, moving on. I want to see what's in these tacos. Okay. Well, thank you for sending that in, Baron. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, Michael Sage wrote in and said, homemade fresh guac and a quesadilla. And so that, that's literally what it is. So, well, okay. So the first part, uh, these are, uh, vegetarian tacos. So you have your, your guac and you have your, uh, beans and rice there and, um, some thing in the middle. I don't know. But that looks like chicken or fish. I know it does, doesn't it? I've seen the the one that looks like ground beef. I know what that is, but this other one's confusing me. It is. And he didn't make a note of what exactly that was. So I will have to ask, but it looks to me like a big shrimp or fish or something. Right, right. But Uh, the guacamole is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. It is. And then the next picture is the homemade guac that he just made. And, uh, I just love homemade guacamole if it's done right. And then, of course, there's... You know what? I like anything if it's done right. Well, I don't know. Anyway, and then, uh, next up is, of course, the, uh, the homemade, um, quesadilla that he, that he made with a little sour cream and, uh, that red stuff. Salsa. Yeah. Anyway, beautiful pictures, everybody. Thank you so much for sending them in. And you can find those over at chubsgonewild.com. No, 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 no. Hold on. At facebook.com slash chubsgonewild. You can find those pictures, and it's definitely worth taking a look. And if you want to send in something, just send it to chubsgonewild at gmail.com. In the meantime... Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. And time find Tom's podcast, other podcast at swannerandjud.com. Find my books at justkissedaguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Chubbs Gone Wild. And give us a call at 408-69-Chubbs. Yes, queen. Ah. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you are having an absolutely wonderful week. Stay as cool as you can, and we'll catch you soon. Bye. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.